And time for an update from the Northwest Minnesota Arts Council, which is based in Warren, Minnesota. And the director is Mara Hanel. We have the update for you every Tuesday just after 3 o'clock. And we've done that now for 10 years on Pioneer Radio KSRQ. My guest today, we've talked before, and it's always a, a real joy to talk to him with uh, basically a historic flavor in our conversations. And our topic today is Pioneer Day, and that's coming up in Crookston, Minnesota. As a matter of fact, that's this coming Sunday, September 12th, Pioneer Day. We welcome to Pioneer Radio, Jerry Amiot from Crookston. Hi, Jerry. Good to be back with you after uh, a bit of a hiatus, uh, with, like so many did over uh, the past year. So. Yep, yep, that darn COVID thing. Pioneer Day is coming up, and that's an event put on by the Polk County Historical Society. It's an annual event. It's a one-day event on Sunday, September 12th. It starts at 11 o'clock in the morning and runs until 5 p.m. Sunday on the Polk County Museum grounds. Now, the museum and the grounds are in the city of Crookston on the east side of the city on Highway 2, as you uh, look at where it might be located. And give us a background on Pioneer Day, how that came to be, and then we'll get into the details of what the day is about. How did that start? Well, um, I, I joined the uh, Polk County Historical Society Board in 1983, so I've been on it a while, and it was the Pioneer Day event was being held then, so... I am guessing uh, our event is at least four decades old, if mm -hmm. not longer. Okay. And uh, it used to be a two-day event where we'd even have the uh, the thrashing uh, of the uh, shocks of grain and so on, and that later moved over to the uh, Sugar Beet Museum in, uh, oh, a few years ago. And uh, we coordinate our event to a certain degree now, which we've done over the uh, maybe it's the last five, six years uh, with the, the uh, uh, Red River Valley uh, Sugar Beet Museum. And uh, we run a free bus between the Historical Society grounds and Sugar Beet Museum running on the half hour. So mm, okay. uh, we have committees for each organization that work together, Rom. And that Sugar Beet Museum, by the way, is not too far from the Polk County Historical Museum. And uh, if you know Crookston, it's the old John Deere building over there on the uh, south side of Highway 2. All right, let's talk about the grounds themselves, the museum grounds. What's available for folks to uh, take in as they're walking around? Well, uh, we have uh, over six acres of land there. Uh, we've just uh, had another 25 acres uh, donated to us that uh, we have a local farmer that may be farming here eventually. We're working on the uh, getting uh, good access to that. Mm -hmm. But for this event, uh, there are over the over six acres includes 11 buildings. Uh, caboose, and of course, what we like to call the world's largest ox cart. And uh, in, uh, we'll have uh, many activities going on. The, 
I stepped down as president of the uh, Historical Society in January of last year, and our new uh, president is Ann Meir, um, and she has uh, taken on the redoing of all the displays, uh, on cluttering them and uh, uh, focusing on uh, more uh, distinct items that uh, that you can appreciate. And it's a knack she has that I maybe didn't have. I worked a lot with the outer buildings and painting of buildings and the caboose and those mm-hmm. kind of things. Mm-hmm. But uh, during the day, you can take the tours, and uh, there'll be um, a young lady near living nearby. Um, Magdalene Walski will be uh, doing some uh, spinning wheel uh, demonstrations. We'll have a display of hit-and-miss engines out on the grounds in front of the uh, what we call the Centennial Building and um and Millennium Millennium Building that features the firefighting equipment and the fire engines from uh, throughout Polk County from many of the cities uh, mm-hmm. within our our fine county. So uh, it uh, the so uh, we'll have lunch served in the Centennial Building uh, with our barbecues, uh, otherwise known as sloppy joes, and uh, then we'll have uh, bratwurst, uh, hot dogs, and pie. I I think we've normally done ice cream in the past, but this year I think it's just going to be pie. So uh, ice cream is nearby at... uh, Happy Joe's, and not you know if they somebody would want that at, uh, at later times. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but uh, and we uh, we feature uh, music that uh, uh, in the Centennial Building and the Half Road Church that somewhat um, feature music uh, from the past, uh, folk, uh, gospel, bluegrass, such as the Woodfix Group, and we have. Um, uh, the O'Neill family musicians, they kind of start the entertainment at uh, 1 p.m. And then uh, we have uh, 2 p.m. We have Alex Conwell, originally from Red Lake Falls. And um, uh, and then the Woodpicks, uh, the, he's at 2 o'clock. And then at 3 o'clock in the Household Church, uh, the Woodpicks. And all of these acts are have now been substituted um, for acts that for uh, uh, some pandemic reasons mainly, except for in one case, uh, just uh, the the original group we we did book and uh, negotiate with uh, are uh, not available. Mm, Uh, One one being the Double the Trouble group, the uh, two identical twin boys, fiddlers, and their dad from Canada, and I got the, about two weeks ago, I think tomorrow, I got the the bad news that they didn't feel they could make it across the border. Mm-hmm. So, um, Alex Conwell, who was performing at the Greenway the day before, I guess, in um, Grand Forks, uh, is going to fill in, or uh, fill that spot. So, we, okay. we and the uh, Woodpicks were substituted uh, for the Ross Sutter Band, a Scandinavian band from the Twin Cities that were unable to get their group together 
uh, because of uh, pandemic reasons. Right. Well, that's wonderful. Live music, lots of things to see from years past. Life on the Prairie in many buildings on the uh, grounds of the Polk County Museum. And uh, among those buildings is a blacksmith shop. Are you having a blacksmith there on location on Sunday? Oh, yes, yes. He, uh, he's, he's, uh, we featured him for several years now. He loves coming to our event. Uh, we offer him uh, compensation, mileage, but all he'll accept is a free lunch that's being served in the Centennial Building. And that's Randy Olberg from Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Wow. And he's taken it upon himself to uh, rearrange the blacksmith shop that's more suitable for him and the fine work he uh, does in, the, in his, during his demonstrations. And uh, also he's redone, changed the doors and laid, reset the brick uh uh, area that we have in the center of the building, and he uh, he's a, he truly loves and enjoys to come there, and uh, is assisted by a local and, individual who uh, has helped him. Uh, Evo Evoscard, uh, Mr. Evoscard, has helped him in the past mm -hmm. as well. Well, that's great, and he'll be there doing his uh, his thing at the blacksmith shop. Well, we covered a lot of ground here, Jerry. Have we missed anything? Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of things going on. Uh, we have the free wagon rides. Oh. Uh, we spend at least four or five years. The mm -hmm. uh, 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 Clayton and uh, Kristen Vetter uh, from the rural East Grand Forks area are coming. Uh, uh, and of course, again, Point Paradise Stables, they call it. And uh, free wagon rides, and usually the uh, they get about fifteen to twenty on there. On there, they've got these uh, these uh, large uh, horses. That they used to have, have some from Wales and uh, in England, but uh, I think they've been replaced. But uh, they are a real highlight, and usually the wagon is full almost every round they they make a round or, or through the grounds mm -hmm. and um in addition for the uh children we have the uh alicia Bertles from uh i think from the gently area is bringing our her her uh sun country and new petting zoo where mm. um uh, just uh, uh is such a highlight and there's a watch uh, uh, sanitizing station there, so before anyone even touches one of the uh, fine uh, animals, uh, they have to wash their hands, and, and again, at the end, and it's not only to protect themselves, but also protect the animals. Right. But, uh, I did have an adventure with a goat there one year that uh, somehow took a liking to me, so uh, <laughs> it was, uh, I won't go into details, but it ended up making the local newspaper at <laughs> so, so I got to add a little humor, but and then some of us dress up, you know, in uh, vintage clothing, and uh, uh, we uh, have someone uh, in that uh, dressed up uh, that works out of the Half-Foe Church. He's on our church committee, uh, which I uh, serve as chair for. 
And uh, then, uh, you know, be several of us. I'll, I'm sure I'll get into the uh, into the mood there as well. So it's, uh, All right. Very good. And again, the big day for Pioneer Day is this coming Sunday. That would be September 12th. And it begins at 11 o'clock in the morning and runs until 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And they're also coordinating events and uh, transportation with the Sugar Beet Museum in Crookston. They're having big events over there as well. So plan on a full day of fun for the entire family in Crookston. How has the Arts Council helped you uh, in this effort for Pioneer Day, Jerry? Well, I uh, yeah, I wanted to uh, mention that and cover that because uh, working uh, with Mara Hanno is uh, such a treat, and she's been so helpful uh, to all of us who pursue the Arts Legacy Grants. But we did originally ask for a uh, grant of 3000 but with the, uh, when the uh, Double the Trouble group uh, canceled out uh, the young fiddlers from uh, Winnipeg, uh, they uh, we had to just recently with uh, with Alex Conwell filling in for them have to adjust the um, the budget somewhat. So uh, we have reduced our amount uh, needed through the grant to twenty four hundred, and I have yet to speak to Mara Hanno, but we have we have done uh, pursued the grants for at least uh, I suppose uh, eight to ten years mm-hmm. and I had added it up one time I think that it's uh, it was uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, twenty three to $25,000 which wow. without the aid of the Arts Legacy Grants, uh, we would not be able to get the the quality and the uh, uh, type of entertainment that we've been getting over the past uh, years and for this year. Exactly. And again, there's a prime example as to why the Northwest Minnesota Arts Council exists. It serves the uh, northwestern corner of our state, and this is one example of how they do that. One more time, Pioneer Day coming up on Sunday, this Sunday, September 12th, beginning at 11 o'clock in the morning. It runs till 5 p.m., and that's at the Polk County Museum grounds on the east side of the city of Crookston, right off Highway 2. And our guest again, Jerry Amiot, so involved with the Historical Society and many other uh, worthwhile organizations there in Crookston. Jerry, have a safe trip to Canada and have a great day on Sunday for Pioneer Day. Yes, and it is free admission with free will donations uh, taken up during the day, too, Rom. Boy, you can't beat the price, can you? That's great. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Rom. Yeah, you bet. Take care, Jerry. Jerry Amiot, our update from the Northwest Minnesota Arts Council, every Tuesday just after 3 on Pioneer 90.1.